today's topic is physical touch. I think everybody needs a physical touch. You know, even though some people might say they don't, you know, when it comes to relationships, I think everyone needs a physical touch. No matter if it's kissing, if it's massages, if it's rubbing on the hand, rubbing the feet, the legs, everybody needs some type of form of physical touch. Everybody has needs that needs to be met. It doesn't it doesn't always have to be emotionally met. Sometimes it can be physically met. But you have needs. You have something that you have to release whatever you have going on with you. Within that day, within that week, within that month, within that year, you need to release it. Because if you don't release it, it's going to build up and turn to anger, turn to resentment. It turns to being hateful and mean towards other people and not just the person that you're mad at. So it has to be a release, a form of some type of release. And release doesn't always be crying, you know. That's why I say physical touch. Like, I physically want to touch someone without it being in a bad way, like being in a good way. It could be in a sexual way, you know. Like, somebody grab me by the throat, kiss me passionately, you know, throw me on a bed and fuck the shit out of me. Make love to me. Just that release, that physical touch of just me knowing whatever frustrations I have, I can fuck it away. Whatever anger I have, I can fuck it away. Now, if it's somebody you with, somebody you like, you just ain't gonna fuck. You just gonna make love. You but you gonna both of y'all gonna get y'all frustrations out. Because if you don't, it's just a whirlwind of resentment, a whirlwind of anger that's bound to happen. And then you back to square one. You both mad again, and you can't even fathom the fact to talk about what you mad about because you didn't get all that other frustration out. Once you get that frustration out, then you be able to talk in a civil manner without yelling at each other, without screaming at each other. And you actually can come to a better better solution, conclusion of what you need to do to better each other and self. I miss that physical touch. I miss that being wanted. Not just by physical touch, I miss that being wanted. When you don't have someone that wants you anymore, it's not that you don't know what to do. You just jump into something else to replace it or to ignore it or to suppress it. Without physical touch, I jump into work and I just work crazy. But when you have that person that you want to be with or that person you like, you give your time and your energy to that person. And you crave that person. You crave that touch. You crave that energy. It's not toxic or anything like that. You just crave that person. You just want to be on it. You want to hear that heartbeat. You want to see. You want to smell them and all of that. Just You want to just be near them. Period. But just to have the handcuffs, the ankle cuffs, the handcuffs. The straps underneath the bed, the ball gag, the collar, the nipple clamps, the butt plug. To have all of that in your hindsight, the flogger, the swing, the door lift. Just have all of that in your sight. It's wonderful because you have all kind of toys you can play with. You can do things. 
to still get rid of that frustration, that aggravation, that whatever stressful that you done had. Everybody has something. Like I said again, everybody needs to release some type of frustration they have going on on an everyday basis in their life. I want to be touched and choked and rammed and fucked hard until I'm just tired, can't get out the bed, legs are shaking. And the only thing I can do is use the bathroom, come back to the bed, and go to sleep. Because I done, I done, all of that is drained out of me. It's gone. I done released it now. You done fucked it out of me. I done released it now. You done released it now. Now I'm exhausted. I remember a time I would have angry sex. I would call somebody up. If I'm in a situation and we trying to, we don't call it quits and we don't know what way we going and we're going to still be together, we not going to be together. I don't call somebody up like, yo, I'm angry right now. I need to release this. Like, come and fuck the shit out of me. And that shit be feeling so good at that moment, at that very time, because you're going to be thinking about why you mad at the person you was with, why y'all breaking up or anything like that. You just be in that moment. And that shit be like on point. But when it's all said and done and it's over with, it's like, damn. That was only for that moment, just that minute. And people always say grass is green. Grass is good. Grass is good on the other side. It's greener. Especially when it's sex. Like, nah. Sex is what you make of it. Sex, fucking, and love making is three totally different things that people don't understand now. It's what you make of it. Love making is going to be sensual. It's going to be the body. It's going to be the mind. It's going to be the soul. It's going to be the spirit. It's going to be everything all in one. And y'all two people in one. Fucking is what it is. There's no gray areas. No in between. Fucking is fucking. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no we do kissing and we do oral. Nah, we going to fuck. We going to fuck and we going to get a nut and we be done. Sex, you might can add the little oral, half oral in there. The rest, you know, rest pounding. But people give, you know, sex, fucking, and um, lovemaking. And they try to put them all in one category, and you can't. You can't get that mystery screwed. Because when you do that, you, you don't fuck yourself up. I feel like this. When you stop loving on me, you loving on something else. Something else done got your attention. It ain't just work. It ain't just you partying. Something else got your attention when you're not loving on me. If you don't miss... The the sex session, fuck session, and love making session with your partner, matter, no matter if it's male or female, you don't miss those sessions within a month or weeks or whatever. You loving on someone else. That person promised you something that your woman or man was not giving you. But they don't know what your woman or man is not giving you. They just assuming your woman or man is not taking care of you. They just assume that you're not being taken care of, so they assume they can do the job better. But in actuality, when you actually look at it and you break it down and you really think about it, they can't do the job your person was doing because they don't know what your job your person had, what did your person had to entail, what your person had to go through, or what your person had to put up with. What waration you they gave that person? 
what disbelief, disloyal, distrust, dishonesty, discommunication that they gave that person. You don't know what the other person had to deal with. But you thinking you making it better because you bring saying some little words or whatever the case may be, little sweet nothings. As I used to hear when I was a kid, don't let these people do say sweet nothings in your ear. They'll fuck your world up. Women say more sweet nothings to men than men say sweet nothings to women. Women get men to drop their jaws faster than men get women to drop their jaws. Is it right? Nah, it's not. It's not even the same. Because when you're in a committed, a committed sexual relationship, committed fucking relationship, committed love-making relationship, just committed relationship, period, you promise that person you're going to be faithful no matter what, no matter what the times are, how bad it is, you're you, you going to be you gonna be there. You're there. You're in it to win it. You're in it to fight for it. You can't just be there for the good times and not for the bad times. You'll flee when it's bad, but you're there when all the good, you're there when all the perks, you're there when you're getting gifts, you're there when all the other shit. But you leave when shit go wrong. And then you leave the person questioning, are they good enough? What did you do? What did they do to you? Did they fuck up? Do they, do they know what they did wrong? And you don't tell them anything. You don't give them any information. You just keep stringing them along like they're a puppy dog. At some point, they get tired of being a puppy dog. They get tired of having that string around their neck, around their body, around their soul, around their heart. When you don't crush the man and when you don't crush the woman, you don't know if they're going to come back from that. You don't know if they're going to love again. You don't know if they're going to want to have sex with anybody again. You don't know if they can trust anybody with their mind or their body. And you just doing whatever. And you got this other person in your ear and telling them, oh, I got you, I got you. And then in reality, when you have to think about it down the road, be like, all right, you motherfuckers don't have me. They had me. They had my back. They made sure I was good. You ain't making sure I'm good. You just want what you want at the time. You want to see if you can get it, you can take it. At that, at that time, when it happens, you done lost that person. Now they're gone. You don't, that pain that they had, they done had to heal themselves. They had to fix their heart and mend their heart because you broke their heart. You destroyed them. Be mindful of what you say and what you do. You know, you ever gave your partner, your person, that supposed to be your person, a hug? You get like, you got to ask for the hug instead of just giving you a hug. You got to ask for the hug. And then when you give them, when the hug is there, it don't feel like a hug anymore. It don't feel like they're your person. They don't feel like your person. They feel like a stranger. Somebody I read and took them with, but you in their heart. They love you. They're not in love with you. But you in their heart. That's it. You never be nothing more. Never be nothing less. I say if you in a, if you with someone. If you honestly with that person, you never met that person, family, never met that kids, you not with that person. They not with you. They weren't trying to be. They was leading you an illusion. But when you do that, be mindful what comes around. Because when you do that to somebody who truly loves you, somebody who truly care about you, and you just do all kinds of stuff and you just destroyed them, crushed them, tore them down to the core, to their core. It's not a get back. It's not a revenge. It's not what I can do to you back, how you did me. I can treat you how you treated me, but would that even affect? 
But you know what plays out? Karma always plays out in the end. And you get karma more than you know from the way you treated a person who was good to you. In a short amount of time, that person was good to you. That person gave you the world and will give you more of the world if you were just good to them back. But you chose not to. You let temptation get in your head. Let temptation get in your blind side. Let temptation get in your blind spot. And you forgot what was in front of you. You forgot the goal you was working for. You forgot what everything you was, you, y'all was trying to do. Where you was trying to go. Where you was headed to. You forgot. But it's okay. Because you're going to meet somebody. Who you're going to try to get a world to. And they're going to do you like you did that person. Is it right for them to do you like they did that person? Nah. But then you have to think about why they only get somebody that they, when they went somebody else. They can't get their own. They all the way snooping and sneaking and trying to see who person they can take from somebody else. But they can't keep somebody of their own. That's a thought in your head. That's a thought in your mind. How can it be like that? It shouldn't be like that. Things even shouldn't even happen like that. You can reach out to the person, anybody, where you, and you can get anybody in the world. But you chose them like they chose you. But they forgot why they chose you. The heart knows what the heart wants, just like the mind and the body. When you're not careful, everything starts to fumble and crawl. Everything starts to fall and crumble. And you got to try to pick up the pieces to figure out why it's doing that. Because when you hurt someone, you eventually, you hurt, but they're not the ones who going to hurt you. The person you hurt is not going to hurt you. You have to be mindful and careful. The heart is a very weak vessel. Once you open that door, sometimes it's hard to close it. If you hurt the wrong person who has a good heart, who don't open that heart, you done took them back to a world they might not be able to come back from. Just a thought.